The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. We have ideas about what it means to be mindful. You know, we think it means noticing something really clearly or being really precise. You know, I know that body sensation is happening. I can feel the contact of my hand here. It's, it's, so uh, we, that, that's what we think of as, as mindfulness. It's like, I really clearly know, I exactly know what the mind knows. Um, with with um, the hindrances of sloth and torpor and restlessness, it's much more vague it's kind of, and that's why the broad mindfulness or the receptive, like just like uh, what's here, that open kind of mindfulness is really helpful um, because it's not so precise. And, and we can't see things in the same way. Like, you know, when the, when the, when the mirror is clouded with steam, you know, so using this analogy again, it's not a perfect analogy, but it, it works okay. Um, you see that, that mirror with steam, you know, we're, we're, we sometimes can see kind of a vague reflection, right? We can kind of, but we can't see detail when we're looking at ourselves in the mirror, when there's steam on the mirror. And so that's kind of the nature of, of, of a foggy mind. It, it means that things aren't. We, we're, not seeing, we're not seeing things in the way that we'd like to see them. Um, Joseph Goldstein gave me an analogy once. He says, it's, it's good today. It's not completely foggy, but we know fog here in the Bay Area. You know, it's like, and if it were really foggy today, you would know the fog partly because of the way that it's obscuring things. You know, you can't really point to a little piece in the air and say, that's the fog. You come down narrower and narrower, and it's almost like the fog disappears. But you know it because of the way it's impacting the environment. So you can see, you look out the window, and you see the the fog, and you know that your eye is working properly. You understand that the conditions of the world are foggy. But you can't really point to the fog. You know it because of the way it's impacting how you're seeing things. So you know that your eye is working, and you know that you know the fog kind of, kind of in this more general way. Another analogy around, around this kind of um, experience, I mean, I, I often use visual analogies because it's, they're so evocative for us, but you know, sometimes I also like to explore different, different kinds of analogies. Um, and there's one around, um, in that fog, for instance, there's more humidity in the air. And so if you went outside in the middle of the night and it was foggy, and it, you know you're not seeing things because of the darkness, you still know that it's foggy because of the way it feels. But again, you don't like know because of a particular sensation. It's more of a, you know the difference in the sensation than when it's, dry. You know, you're, it's like your, your skin kind of takes it in at once. It's not, it's not like, that's the, at least the way it feels to me. You know, it's like whew, that the understanding of it is not a, a precise thing. I can't say, well, that and that and that and that and that and that make me know it's dry or moist. And so knowing the, the heavy mind is kind of like that. It's just more, yeah, heavy. Heavy is happening. That's, that's enough. 
and um, and patience with that. It's like, yep, you know. So while you're driving, it, it might just be, yep, heaviness and seeing. You know, you might you might you could use kind of a paired recognition there. It's like, yep, dull and seeing. It's like, yeah, you know, seeing's still happening. That was one of the amazing things for me. It's kind of, I felt like the mind was so heavy. It's like, there's no way I can be mindful. But it's like, wait, I know that I'm seeing. There's mindfulness there. So, so it, it kind of surprised me to, to, to be able to do both at once. And a lot of our energy gets bound up with resistance to the heaviness. You know, so there's a lot of energy that we expend trying to push the heaviness away. And... Um, that actually tires us out. <laughs> so if we can just be curious, okay, yeah, that's the experience of heaviness or, or just dullness or fogginess, again, in this very broad way. Um, I don't remember if I just said this earlier or not, because I, I said it, I remember saying it yesterday to, to a person after the class, but the, um, the, the recognition or the understanding of meeting experience that's broad like that is really, really useful because there's so much. I think I did just say this around restlessness. There's so much of our experience that is that kind of experience. That's a lot, a lot of the experience that is unfamiliar. I remember I talked about that, the piece of you know, being available for what is unfamiliar um, through that broad uh, awareness. A lot of the experiences that are unfamiliar have this kind of quality of being a very broad experience, very diffuse, very imprecise. And if all we are familiar with looking at and being with are these really clear, precise experiences, then we're not cultivating that capacity to know the more vague, diffuse experience. And we'll miss a lot. And so the the practices around being with Restlessness and sleepiness, sloth and torpor, help us to cultivate that skill of being with that vague kind of experience. For myself, it's been incredibly valuable to, to practice with those. And, and you know, as, as, much as, I, you know, as much as we don't like those experiences, it, it helped me to say, and this is onward leading. You know, this is helpful to, to, to have, to learn this skill. It's really helpful. And there's a lot also to learn about our minds with, with these patterns. So it's a much more just wide arms. Yep, like this. That's about all I know about it. And that's okay. So, you know, we, again, think about investigation as being more precise and knowing ex- what exactly is there. This kind of investigation is more like, yeah, show me. And maybe it's just heavy. Heaviness is happening. Thank you. In every experience we have, there is knowing something about what is happening. And there is knowing that we know it. So there is... There's, and... I'm going to just talk about that in terms of mindfulness right now. When you are mindful, um, there's what we know, and then there's that we know that we know it. Um, 
so that, that, you know, that, that part of what we can get curious about is not only just, oh, touching, touching, hearing, doing, is aware of touching, aware of drinking, aware of clicking sun for email. And so using that uh, reflection, aware of, can help orient or point the mind back to that I am aware right now. Um, and so that's kind of bringing us back to recognizing awareness itself. And that, that's ultimately where we're headed with these tools, is, is to become aware of what is it like for awareness to be here. And so using that, so, you know, it's like, okay, touching is happening. Awareness of touching is happening. And at some point it might just be aware, aware, aware. Awareness itself is something that it's so, it's, and by here what I'm, when I say awareness, what I'm meaning is mindfulness. Um, There's another form of awareness of knowing that is happening all the time. Um, you know, whether we're mindful or not, our system knows things. You know, you, you can be completely lost in thought and driving down the freeway. And your eyes are taking insights. And so there's a kind of knowing that's happening. But we are not mindful. Um, and so there's a difference between that kind of bare knowing and the awareness that we know. But right now what I'm wanting to point to is that awareness, that, that we know that we know, so the, the mindfulness itself, to get familiar with that when it's happening. And it will come up a lot for us, and these, these tasks are pointing to that. So um, you know, to begin to, to be curious about what is the experience of being aware, of being mindful? It's, so, it's actually so familiar because it's, it's a natural capacity of our human experience to know that we know. Mindfulness is not some obscure, like esoteric thing that the Buddha talked about. It's a very natural functioning of our minds, this capacity to know that we know. And he uh, cultivated it in a particular direction and to an, a strong degree. And so it, it became freeing as he cultivated it. And yet it's really helpful to begin to become aware of it. But because it's so every day, because it is so like, you know, it's like the air we're swimming in almost, we don't really recognize it. And so learning to recognize, oh yes, this is awareness. That will be very valuable ultimately because then we, then we start to recognize how that we are aware much more than we think we are. And then we can also begin to kind of orient that awareness towards its aim of supporting us to understand suffering. Um, so I would encourage, a, a, so if you're, if, you're, if you're noticing a lot, you know, of these activities, step back to the awareness. Oh, aware of. And at some point, it, it, just knowing, yes, I know that I'm aware of it. You may not know how you know you're aware of it, because it's one of those vague experiences, actually. It's one, of, it's one of those really imprecise experiences, knowing that we're aware. And so we may not know how we know we're aware, but we know that we know we're aware. And for now, that's enough. So just oh yeah, aware, aware. And over time, the mind kind of acknowledging, oh yeah, aware. Yeah, I know that I'm aware. There begins to be an understanding of what that awareness is, kind of like with heavy 
You know, it's like, oh, yeah, heavy, heavy. You know, we, we get familiar with that experience of heaviness in that broad way. Very similarly, we get familiar with aware. This is what it means to be aware. And as we get familiar with that, then it starts, to, it's almost like it, gets on its, uh, it's, it's like it gets on its own growth pattern. Um, kind of like the, the fractal that I talked about. You know, as it recognizes itself, it, it supports itself. It, it increases itself. So, and now it's time to stop. So. <laughs>